Dana Carvey and David Spade here. You might know our podcast, Fly on the Wall. We decided to do a spinoff called Superfly, and it's fun. It's just two of us riffing on current events, pop culture. Maestro <laughs> is an Oscar-nominated movie Bradley yeah. Cooper's in, and I'm sure it's a perfect, quality, well-done movie, but it looks a little boring. Honestly, <laughs> I fell asleep during the billboard. <laughs> Listen to and follow Superfly on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Investor Schooling Live with your host, Larry Steinhaus, CEO of Investor Schooling. All right, everybody, good morning and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Investor Schooling Live is transmitting from the Investor Schooling Studios right here in the Investor Schooling headquarters. I am Larry Steinhaus, and I am the CEO of Investor Schooling. I want to thank everybody for listening and get ready to learn real estate investing, stock options trading, and so many more things about money I bet you didn't know. Hey, by the way, you can call us anytime during this show with your questions at 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. And I'm telling you, especially if you're a landlord, today's show, you're going to want to call in. So write down this number, 855-939-1137. And we are live. Don't worry about what the topic. We're going to take your call about anything that has to do with money, finance, or even politics. We are also live on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can leave comments there as well. Hey, by the way, if you're watching online, please say hi. It's the only way we know you're watching. So if you, the only way we know you're watching is if you leave a comment. All right, at Investor Schooling, we teach real estate investing, stock options trading, how to save money in taxes, how to be financially free, and we even give you the motivation to make money work for you instead of you working for money. Investor Schooling is located in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, right off the Newtown Bypass, serving the New Jersey and greater Philadelphia areas in a real brick-and-mortar building. And our students are also located in several states with our exclusive web access to our classes and seminars. Get ready to learn something new. Get ready to learn the business of entrepreneurship, real estate investing, and stock options trading from your friendly neighborhood financial expert, Larry Steinhaus. All right. I'm here, of course, with my co-host, Dr. Deb. Hey, everybody. What's going on, Dr. Deb? Anything exciting? Um, no, I don't think. My daughter turned 18 today, so that's Ooh. a good wow. I, I know. So today, I'm actually, she's getting her tattooed today because... <laughs> You she's know, getting a tattoo. That's what yeah, you get. I wouldn't let her. I wouldn't let her get it beforehand. But now that she's turned eighteen, I can't really say no to her. So, wow. so I, later today, I'm going to meet up with her to see That's how she's making out. Yeah. All right. We also have Omri. Yes. Our other co-host, mm -hmm. Omri. I, I wonder if anybody can still spell Omri. We should probably do another contest to see yeah. if anybody can spell Omri. <laughs> what are we going hysterical. to give now? What? What are we going to give now? Give, oh, I don't know. We give away a book. We can give away exactly. money multiplier tickets. Yes. We can give a whole bunch of stuff away. Exactly. We can give away a bottle of water. <laughs> and then, sure. of course, we also have. Uh, Judge Ed Levine here today, which is kind of cool. You oh, are always fun to have Judge Ed Levine here because we talk about cool eviction stuff and <laughs> and the law and you know eviction. You know, it's it's not just landlords that can call; tenants can call in too. Yeah, of course, of course, absolutely, Please. and people that don't rent of at course, all, of course, because we'll talk about everything. So before we get into like the show and you know like really in depth conversation, we always like to follow up on Debbie's prop property in uh, <laughs> in Wilkes-Barre, right? I, I apparently yes. <laughs> So, you know, because people have been listening to this for a long time. And so has this property been going for a long time. No, it's coming together. So all the electric is done. Most of the plumbing's done. Actually, all the plumbing should be done right now. The HVAC system is in. The sprinklers are 
starting to get put in. I'm not sure if they're in yet, but they should be starting to get put in. Mm -hmm. All the drywall has been ordered. All the insulation is in. So uh, it should it should be insul it should be well all the insulation's in, but it should be she sheetrocked by the end of the year. Did so, he do the returns? He started I, with the returns. I I I don't know. I don't know. Okay, you need to really check this out. It's very important because okay. wh when we were there, we were there together. Uh, when was it? The end a month of ago? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is tons of materials in the house, yeah. especially plumbing materials. And he, oh, like 80% of the plumbing was done. So make sure they are doing returns. Okay, so just oh, so is that know. what you meant? I thought you meant HVAC returns. I wasn't. No, no, like, no, no, no. All returns that. Oh, I, I want to fill up. I yeah. want to fill the audience. So you guys are like having an interesting conversation, which is really cool. <laughs> but remember, there are, you know, there are 80,000 listeners right now. Are we on Listening air? to every other show except for this one. We are on the air now, right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know I'm you sorry. didn't realize that, right? Yes. So, so, so. Just to let the uh, audience know, if you've never listened to the show before, Debbie has a huge project uh, up in Wilkes-Barre. It's a really cool, cool, cool um, property. It's a quadplex in the back and a twoplex yeah. in the front, and she's been working on this thing for about two years now. Uh, about a year and a half. Yeah, year and a half, and she yeah. went through some really bad contractors, and we finally got her straightened out. A real good contractor, and you know, we just talk about the updates on this thing because it's the reality. Reality is when you're investing in real estate, sometimes you have problems. And Debbie learned every single problem you can have in this property. Mm -hmm. I did every single, every single one, every how, single problem. How close you are you to having tenants? April, I believe. April. No, I think sooner than that. Um, he seems to think it'll be done in January, so I can start probably. No, it won't. February. Why do you say that? Have you been getting the updates every week? Uh, some weeks, yeah, and okay, you, so see, I, you see your, your, your attitude, because my a you are very, very, very effective. Should I move your microphones and let you and I talk? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, this is fascinating. I love Debbie, you know that. I know. Omri's one of those guys who, he, he does it with Larry, he does it with me, and if you start coming to the show long enough, he will do it with you. Omri doesn't know when to quit. He doesn't know how to read body language. He doesn't know how to read. You keys. mean giving him the finger right now isn't? Uh... <laughs> Even if I did that, he would I, not. He I would not very take much it. care about Debbie, very much. And the thing is, I he have, likes to push every button. I have enough to know that I get frustrated, and he likes to. And he, he did it. He did it yesterday at the meeting with Larry. He does it to me every time we talk about this property. He doesn't know when to just let go. See, I suggest you guys just wager. on. I mean, he <laughs> says it's going to be April. You say February. I'll take bets well, right You're now. You're the judge. Why don't you? Well, let's no, just no, no. March. He wasn't there. I put the <laughs> odds on March 8th. Yeah. And I, we'll I, I will bet plus you. Minus. I will bet you that. What I'm saying April. is he said all the sheetrock will be in at the end of the year. And then the rest will probably be the rest of January. He said everything should go smooth after that. So hopefully by February, I can start marketing it to get tenants in. Okay. All right, so I, so uh, Omri, mm -hmm. since this show is really, really boring at the moment, <laughs> no, it's not. Why don't you give? Why don't you give this the phone number so let people call in so we can talk to 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 our guest, Judge Ed Levine, okay, about your eviction that's going on right now, okay. So give everybody the phone number. So the phone number is eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. It's eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. Cool. Two more times. Two more times. Two six seven. No, that's my <laughs> personal. I'm sorry. It's eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. You know, eight. I, oh, keep going one more time. No, no. Eight five five nine three nine. It's very refreshing. I'm the one that interrupt others mainly. I I posted this on Facebook. I got sixteen likes. So we're talking major here. So have, okay. have you shared this? So you should go share this 
from my page to your page now. I don't know how to do these things. I I, I, I don't even Facebook. post no, no, on you Facebook. You are friends in Facebook, right? You know, I've had a new dog for four months. I haven't posted one picture of the dog yet, and that's that's <laughs> wow. the truth. Yeah, that's I, that's that takes some restraint in something? this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sixty. I know how to post a picture of my dog. Yeah, I I know how to do it. I just don't want to do it. Okay, we have well, one. Want... Plus, I don't have permission from the dog. He said no. I'm not. He's not into social. We media. have one picture of your dog. Did it, you listen? That was a really funny joke. You didn't even laugh. It wasn't Thank that you. funny. Maybe you didn't get it. <laughs> it wasn't I that thought funny. that was very funny. It wasn't. It no, wasn't. Is it a boy or a girl? Or has, it's a boy. Or is it not identified It's a boy. Yet? And hopefully, I actually, I do something interesting. I have a co-owner of the dog. We it's, are the, yeah. It's me and my neighbor share the dog. You share and I think he drew, shout out to him. I think he's fixing my uh, sink pipes right now. What happened in divorce? There is, there is no divorce. See, that's the beautiful thing about co-owning a dog with your neighbor. We're not going to get divorced. I'm not marrying him. I'm not moving anywhere. Well, He's what not if he moving moves? Anywhere. Who he gets the dog? We're not moving. We know what we're doing. I Hopefully, I'm not moving. We're not cutting the dog, right? We're not cutting the dog. Okay. We're sharing the dog. Okay. You know. This, is, this is worse than divorce. It, I was going to say, such a weird I, conversation. I, 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 think, I think that's... It's a weird conversation. Th- that's yeah. can, we get back, can we get back to real estate? Yeah, yeah let's exactly. talk real that's estate. That's the essence <laughs> of... I mean, what, What's wrong what with is, this show? We bring a judge and we gosh. talk to him about dogs. <laughs> I steered that one. All right. So, Rick, so, so let everybody know. So, Judge Ed Levine is a judge in um, Montgomery County, and he is the judge actually in Lansdale, correct? Lansdale, Talmanson, and Hatfield. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you, you oversee, so there's a lot of landlord tenant cases come to you? We have over, I think we're going to hit 700 this year, which is landlord I think our, the most we've ever had. Wow. Right? Well, That's interesting. It's that, booming. Lansdale exactly. is, they yeah. are building more and more apartments. Oh, that might be just when you okay. think you can't have any more apartments, they build more, and the, the prices are astronomical. I can't even believe how much they're asking for you know, a 750-square-foot brand-new apartment right next to train tracks on, Two grand. gosh, on Cannon Avenue. One There's bedroom? a new one up. One bedroom. I'm going to guess 1500 More. Higher. Wow. For one bedroom? Yeah. For one bedroom. 1700 wow. We talked about Willow wow. Grove a week ago. You remember? I, or maybe it was this Monday. And I said sixteen, and you said no way. Wow. Same thing about Willow Grove. Willow Grove became very desirable. All right. Well, great. I'm glad to know because I have a bunch of stuff in Lansdale. So I'm happy to I'm happy to hear the prices keep going up. Although it did take me, well, I, I it was really my fault. It took me it two is. months to rent my my uh, property in Lansdale. But th- the only reason was I was away and I was ignoring the, the the phone calls and you know. And then I finally got then I got some and this I actually feel bad about this. I had somebody come to me. She was a young woman with a with a child, really nice lady. Spoke to her on the phone. Section eight. And she was section eight, and you know. I always say the same thing. I say, I, I, I'll take any section. I don't really care. But I always say the same thing is, you know, will they cover that much money? And now they are, which is bizarre because usually I have a higher rent and they usually don't. But now they will. So then we got we got the yes from the caseworker who said, yes, we'll take this. You know, we, we could cover that much money. And I said, okay, great. When could she move in? She goes, well, she could move in in two weeks. I can, so can somebody send me a security check just to hold it? And she's like, well, I'm working on some, with some agencies to get the money. I'm working on some other agencies to get the money. And a week and a half went by, and somebody was like, please, I want to rent this place. Please, 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 let me rent the place. Let me rent the place. Let me rent the place. I'm like, all right, I'll show it to you tomorrow. And uh, if you want it, you can have it. And finally, I just had to call the agency. I said, look, you didn't give me any money. You didn't give me any promises. You didn't give me anything. I have to let this yeah. go. Yeah, it's more than that, because I know the story. There was a case here that the voucher have been transferred from one county to another. This is a different story, but yeah, okay. 
And because of that, it took longer. Right. So when she said to you two weeks, I said to you from the beginning, there is no chance. Right. This wasn't even well, a voucher. This was a first time voucher. Exactly. You have to understand when you have a Section 8 tenant, the first thing you ask them, the first thing you ask a Section 8 tenant is for the voucher. Unless you see the voucher, it doesn't matter what the tenants say. You need to see the voucher. You need to see how long the voucher is valid. You need to see sure. for how many bedrooms yeah. the voucher is valid in the voucher. Right. You will see all the contact information for the caseworker. All those things are very, very important when you consider a Section 8 tenant. Got it. And I agree with you. I just, like I said, it was just one of those things. I was trying to be nice. And, you know, you know what I say, you know. I hear you. Yeah, but you weren't locked in. No, no, I, I wasn't. And I, I did what I needed to do, and I got a tenant in there, moved in, literally moved in the next day after they saw they saw the place, and it's all good. The funny part was they, they moved in last week, and today I got a phone call. Last year I got a phone call yesterday that there's no hot water, and I've got my, my guy replacing the hot water heater today. And yep. so you ever notice that when tenants move in, that's when everything breaks? <laughs> and it's probably because it was sitting empty sitting for a while. Sitting empty, yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, yeah. so whatever's going on just happens. If he's in Lensdale and he can stop in Norristown, I would really, I would really appreciate that. Oh, my, my plumber? Your, your crazy plumber. My plumber, actually, he's great. His name is Blake. He's over there right now. He might even be listening to the show. Hopefully. Hey, Blake, if you listen to the show, say hi. Yeah. But the guy's great, <laughs> man. He's great. He's the greatest plumber so, I've ever had because he'll go. He'll take care of the stuff. He'll, like, he was there at 7 o'clock in the morning this morning with the new water heater ready to go. Amazing. So again, if you can stop in Norristown, I would really appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, I'll see what we can do. Plumbing is is always the the weak spot for some reason. Hey Blake, if you call in, Blake, I'll even give you a plug. Wow. So if you if you want to so call in, because I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to plug you without your permission. So if you <laughs> want to call in, what number can you call in, Omri? It's eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. What is a plug? It's a, a, an announcement of his of his business. Okay. A commercial. Yeah. Give, give, only one time you're gonna say the number? No, you said plug and okay. It's eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. All right. You know, okay. I think one thing I think is interesting. So since I'm still a little bit annoyed at you, I don't really want to hear your voice. You know, how, like you, sexy, <laughs> you know, and it's it's just like somehow you know. Do you acknowledge that every time we talk about this property, you are getting annoyed by me? Maybe it's can not we, me. Can we just acknowledge that every time you talk to me about this property, you like dig and dig and dig? But and it's don't not me. Go? Of course, it everybody is. that talk to you about this property, you get annoyed when Shmulik who, his name is Shmulik, by the way. Don't repeat the name that you think his name is. Every time... <laughs> what? 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 Hey, he's trying, I'm he's the guest. Problem. I don't know what's the, going see, on. That's the, problem. the problem is Omni <laughs> forgets that there are 80,000 people listening to another radio station right now. Oh, my God. No, but there's a few hundred people. Maybe there's three people. I think my mother's listening. I, I think, think we got at to least show. 100 people. So it's like, yeah. it's like kids, right? When you want... <laughs> When you, no, 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 no. Two kids it's, in a car. I've been in a car too long. I right. will finish. We're getting ready to mute Omri, so get to no. the point quick. The point is, you know that every time somebody will say something bad about your kid, you immediately go in the fence. It's not true. It okay. is. I don't do that. Stop. I'm okay. not allowing this as my show. Okay, right. good. <laughs> because you guys are so boring. Okay. <laughs> Everybody on the radio station right now is going, oh. oh. I, feel like it's, I feel like it's the weekdays on WPHD Let's w, cut it and w, do a repeat, right yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go. Get back. Let's get to, let's get to the judge. Let's let's uh, let's use this time. We only have a little bit of time with the judge. Yeah. So okay. the first thing I want to do is you're in the middle of an eviction right now, right? It's also Montgomery County. Obviously, it's not, not I am. Judge Levina. We wouldn't be able to talk about it. I am. I have eviction and on Monday. Please don't mention any names, of I course, am not or the judge. To. Of course. So why don't we talk about what your situation is and what the phone call was that you got yesterday? 
So, uh, yes, I have eviction on Monday with a guy so you that... Actually, you actually, not eviction, you have the constable showing up to literally pull him out of the apartment. That's the eviction. Oh, the possession? Yeah, yeah. The possession, The reason I bring it up is like, you know, I don't want people to get confused. Yeah, so um, the tenant moved in in uh, September of 21. Uh, he was being refused anywhere else. I work with many organizations, and one of the big organizations in Norristown uh, took him, or sponsored him, and I agreed to take him. Um, he had some some issues, but no evictions, at least in his past. Um, we had problems during this whole time with two main things. One, uh, he said when he moved in that he took utilities on his name, but he didn't take the water on his name which was a problem for me because he didn't he never paid his water the second problem was that when the organization haven't chipped in uh which most organization are being sponsored by your way home mm-hmm. also also this one uh it was always late there was always a problem uh, no i was pretty sure that that the rent was due on the 15 and not on the first there was always stories about all that uh, and we arrived to a point after the last um, assistant that he got from the organization that he haven't paid his rent. More, more, for, more, more into that, he haven't uh, paid his water bill and refused to take the water bill on his name. So I went to court. I met the judge. Uh, I explained the situation. Uh, the judge heard everything, and he was very nice and respectable. Um, and he gave me a um, pay and stay judgment. Yeah. On December 1st... So explain... I know what it means, but explain it to the audience. Pay and stay judgment. So pay and stay judgment means that if the tenant pay the judgment amount, they stay in the house. you have 10 days? Is that right, Ed? For the pay and stay? Yeah. No, it could be up to 120 days. Oh, okay. At 10 days, just an appeal period. The appeal, yeah. Yeah. And and after that, it's really, like I said the last time, balls in your court. If you want to work out a plan that takes... 30 so, days, 90, yeah. whatever. I, I tried to talk to the tenant a few times this week, which you said not to, but I, I still did. I do want him to stay. I don't... You do or you don't? I do want him to you stay. go back and forth, I, I ask you this question over and over again, whether you want them to stay or not. So it's very aggravating to fight for your rent as a landlord. Well, of course. And to call every week, or every month, and say, where is the rent? Yeah, it will be that. And say, okay, I won't charge late fee. Be in this position all the time. It's very comfortable that I know that I can pay my bills <laughs> when that rent. So is he month to month first. at this point? He is a month to month on this point. Yeah. He is. He is a month to month on uh, on this point. And um, so he sent payment on the 1st of December. Mm-hmm. And he was adamant that the payment he paid on the 1st of December was for December. And I say, what do you mean? You still haven't paid November. You still haven't paid utilities. You still haven't paid the court fees for November. By the way, the court hearing was on November, but he was postponed twice since the, since September. Because every time he shows some goodwill and pays something, I postpone the hearing, and the judge agreed to that. And it was it's it's a win win situation for everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, he was adamant that the payment he did is for December, and I said you can't pay for the future. Before you close the debt for the pass. Your lease says that. Actually, your of lease course, says that of course. money goes towards any prior. So the logic right. behind it from the tenant perspective, I want to explain is he don't want to have late fees for December. I pay December on time. November, I will pay one day. But right now I pay December on time. Well, that does happen. 
I, I and I've had that where and I get these long balance sheets. Yes, and general ledgers. The people didn't and I kinda go both ways. They didn't pay for one month, let's say back in May, but they've been consistent ever since then. But because they didn't pay in May, a lot of landlords are like, Well, late fee for this month, late fee for this right, month. Exactly. They still, right. We do the same thing. I don't necessarily once they come in front of me, I'm like, I'm not gonna tack on all you got the late fee for that one time they were late. They've been paying every month since then and on time pretty much, and you're just trying to recoup late fees in perpetuity until they pay that old thing. Some judges are probably going to go the other way and say, you know what, that's in the lease and that's the way it is. Well, I try to would... not do it. I What I try to foster is more consistency in the tenant of paying. It's like, look, I want to reward you for actually putting you, – you didn't pay in May, but, you know – Ever since then, you've been on time. You've been a good tenant. You're going to get a judgment against you for whatever the amount is, but I, I don't like tacking on that much more. Sorry. So that's you me. You say that uh, it's refreshing. I, I'm, I'm I'm not sure. You say that if they haven't paid one month, and for after that month they haven't completed the payment for this month, but they kept uh, uh, paying the following month on time, you will you will reward only one late fee. Well, let me. Are, do you already have the judgment for that other month? Of course. Okay, so you're sitting no, on no, that. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't have the judgment for December because the judgment was given during November. Okay, so you have that judgment. So what the way you're saying it is he's giving you money. You ha you would put that money towards the judgment amount, and he has to understand that. He has a judgment against it. What I'm saying is somebody comes in in December, and they're like, well, this is how much they owe because of a, a late payment back then, right. and they haven't Correct. paid late fees here, and they were a little late. I'm going to argue with, about that in a minute, but I, I want to stay on it, this. Yeah, stage. exactly, because the Cause, story cause is I not over. I think you're wrong, according to my lease, but let's, but, but, but let's have the conversation. But first, I want to I want to finish this one, because this is really cool. So, so the, guy ha the guy is at a man that he's paying for December, which means the whole debt of November, which includes the full judgment, actually, yeah. including the, the constable fees, still in balance now the question comes so if the if i take the money that he say that is for december and i credit it to the judgment the balance that left for him to get away not get away includes december no. and he hasn't paid that ah so that's the question yeah i need to take to say to the constable how much he paid out of the judgment should I take the money for rent for December, according to him, and put it and put it to towards the judgment, or should I say I can't because the tenant claim that this money is only for December? Hmm. So the, the the lease is exactly what Larry said. The lease say that you have to pay the past before you pay anything yeah. further. Right. So I I would say you have to put it towards the judgment. To I, the judgment. I agree. If he wants to fuss and fight about it, yeah. I mean, what he doesn't realize is the constable's going to come to his door, and let's say if he made that payment, he only owes 300 and he let's say he's got it's 400 benefit him. It benefits him. Of course. It, it makes you. no that's... sense not to put it towards the prior. So my, yeah. my, That's exactly my question. Let's say that he pays me before Monday, hope God that he will do that, the balance, which is, I think right now, is $600. Yeah. And he will pay those 600 and he will get to the amount of the judgment. But December's not paid, so I have December is not paid. Exactly. December's not paid. Then, and he see he doesn't want to get the late fee. No, no. But let's talk about this. Let's yeah. talk about this anyway. So, so he paid. He paid one. He paid one month. 
So he paid, technically he paid November's rent. He didn't pay the judgment. He didn't pay the legal fees, which is about another $600. Correct. But he also hasn't paid December. So if this guy shows up and if he knocks on the army's door and hands him $600, he's paid the judgment, but he still hasn't paid December. True. Is Does the eviction still go on? Does possession still go on? No, I would say no, because a, a pay and stay is you pay the judgment amount plus the fines, the costs, right, and all right, that. Yeah, and once right. that's paid, right. you're back to square one. So he has to file again tomorrow yeah. if the guy pays. Yeah. Exactly. And which I hope I won't need which to. Which is why I think you know, you, you're better off hoping this guy doesn't pay. I, I don't know. I mean... Get rid of him now. Get rid of the problem now. There could be because the problem is going for months now. And unless he's been sponsored by any kind of organization, it is a problem for, I think, over a year now, especially with the utilities. But there was a miracle. There was a Hanukkah miracle <laughs> this week. The guy took the water bill on his name. Oh, that's oh, a good sign. The water to... bill is not well. on my name as of yesterday. Okay. So, so this is a very good sign. I agree with Judge. It Kadeem. is a Hanukkah miracle. It is a Hanukkah <laughs> miracle. We had a Hanukkah miracle. The guy took the water bill on his name, which is great. It show to me it show goodwill. So I won't say anything. I sent him again the judgment. I sent him again how much he owes. If he will pay the the, the balance to the judgment from what he what he claims is for December, good for him. And if right. you won't pay... I, I tell you what, you should call him and say, hey, you give me December and the $600 you owe me, and you can stay. <laughs> I, well, did yeah. I, mean, I did it. I did You call him and say that. It doesn't I, mean... I did it. The I question mean, is, should I also call him and say, you can be, you will stay only if you will pay the 600 No, no, I, you don't have to tell him that. I You're know. not his lawyer. I know. You can tell him whatever you want. And I would tell him, look, you pay December, you pay the 600 you can stay. That, that would be my suggestion. Now, again, that's not legal advice. That's just... But if he says to you, if I pay the 600 can I stay? And you want to be nice, you can say yes. Yeah. But he may, is he getting support? You say he's uh, with he's, your way home. He's out. So, you know. yeah, so oh, he, they, he's out of that? He's, your, he's used yeah, it all up? Your way home uh, uh, provides support for the top of 18 months. Yeah. He got 19 months. Mm -hmm. I had an interesting landlord tenant a few weeks ago. It was a private landlord, and she... She would only, I, we did a pay and stay, and she was like, well, only if he gets assistance will I take the money. I'm like, are you kidding me? So if he wins the lottery and gives you money, you won't take it? It was the weirdest thing. But uh, I tell you weird. why. <laughs> when you have tenants that are sponsored by the organization, in a way, it gives you what you just, what you just gave an ex as an example, if you win the lottery. What's the chance for something like that to happen? If you have experience with the tenant, that the, penant, the tenant don't have ability to pay on time, right. it's always a problem. I have a Section 8 tenant that Section 8 paid their full amount. The minute it got changed that they have to contribute, they are late every month. Yeah, you charge them full late fee, right? Yes, you can. I, I do, I can, but I haven't charged late fee with no, them. That's your, that's your mistake. No, you gotta, you gotta set the rule from the beginning. I understand. Anybody I out agree. there who? Wait, wait. Real quick, I just want to make an announcement for everybody listening because I know we're, we're having a great conversation. It only here. happened twice since the change was with. Right, I'm going I'm to get into that for a second. All yeah. Right. So first of all, eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. You're listening to Investor Schooling Live. We're here with with uh, Judge Ed Levine, and we're talking about. Uh, evictions, we're talking about legal, any, any, if you guys want to call in, if you're a landlord, if you're a tenant, and you have questions about the eviction process, if you've heard rumors that, you know, how come it takes nine months to evict? 
we're going to debunk that rumor because there's no such thing. It's the most, unless no. it was COVID, of course. But that's that's finally over. 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. Call in with your questions. 855-939-1137. I am Larry Steinhaus. This is Investor Schooling Live. I'm here with Dr. Deb, my co-host, and Omri, and, of course, Judge Ed Levine from Lansdale and Montgomery County. All right, real quick, the funny part is I have to... I have to just say that Blake, remember I wanted to advertise Blake? Of course, Blake? yeah. He actually said, don't advertise me. I have too many jobs. <laughs> ah, yeah. Good for you, Blake. Oh, I have a plug. Can I give a plug? You can give a plug, sure. I actually host trivia you every Wednesday trivia? night at a, at a brewery, Tannery Run in Ambler. Okay. So I got to give a shout out to those guys. Cool. Because they support me. And it's a fun trivia. So come on by if you want to do a little trivia. All right, wait. So if, 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 <laughs> if I get the Wednesday. question wrong, can I sue you? Mm. No. There's no damage. Where is Only it? your ego. That has no, <laughs> Wait, no value. My ego is a lot. You know? <laughs> so w where is it? It's in Ambler. And what's the name of the brewery? Tannery Run. Tannery Run. Okay. Brewworks. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so real quick, let's do this. Let's take a commercial break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about some more cases. We'll see you guys on the other side. This is Larry Steinitz with Investor Schooling. Are you afraid of the Great Reset? Well, the Great Reset won't apply to those who own real assets. At Investor Schooling, we teach you how to own real assets like real estate, gold, silver, and other investments, including stocks, stock options, and even the basics of cryptocurrency. We even teach you how to pay thousands less in taxes legally. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinhaus, and you have probably heard my radio shows and listened to my great advice on how you can make more money and pay less taxes. Well, I just finished writing a book on all things I teach at Investor Schooling and on my radio shows. This book is called Money Hacks, and you want a copy of this book, and you can pre-order this book wherever books are sold. Look for Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus. Hey, it might even be a tax deduction. Order Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus wherever books are sold, and come see me at Investor Schooling. This is Larry Steinhaus from Investor Schooling. Are you tired of being broke? If you're tired of being broke, go to InvestorSchooling.com, sign up for a complimentary class this Thursday, and learn how not to be broke. That's right. Go to InvestorSchooling.com and sign up for a complimentary class this Thursday. And if you have any questions, you can call us at 215-876-3002, 215-876-3002. Go to InvestorSchooling.com, sign up for this Thursday, and learn how not to be broke. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinetz from Investor Schooling, and I'm so excited when our students do well. Listen to this student and listen to what he has to say about Investor Schooling. I sold one of my properties last October, doubled my money, and what I did, I invested into another property and then closed on a refi, and I wrote myself a check out for $118,000. That's awesome. I'm so excited. And if you want to find out more about Investor Schooling, go to InvestorSchooling.com, and we will see you Thursday night, and we will help you any way we can. This is Larry Steinhaus with Investor Schooling. The opportunity to retire with a great big real estate portfolio is coming quickly, and you want to learn how to do it. We all know the downturn is around the corner. What does that mean to you? You need to learn how to take advantage of this opportunity, like how to buy discounted properties with absolutely no money out of your pocket. Can it be done? Yes, it can. Can you learn how to do it? Yes, you can. Go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. Welcome back 
back, everybody. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. I think we're coming back. I don't know. The music. Are we back? back? It sounds like we're back. We must be back because I hear myself talking. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. I'm here with Dr. Deb, my co-host, Omri, my other co-host, and of course, Judge Ed Levine. And we are discussing evictions. We're discussing actually law, whatever you want to talk about. Call in 855-939-1137 if you're a landlord or a tenant and you want to ask some questions to the judge, feel free to ask, 855-939-1137. Should we give away a book? Yeah. yeah. Should. Yeah. All right. If you got a good landlord-tenant story, even a bad landlord-tenant story, I don't care, <laughs> give me a call. Give us a call. We'll talk about it, and we'll send you a free book, my copy of my book, Money Hacks. It's the Money Hacks, and the title is Because Everything You Think You Know About Money Is Wrong. Are you going to sign it? I'll even Ooh. sign it. Woohoo! I'll sign it. You're not going to sign it. You're going to uh. write it. <laughs> what are you going to write it for? 855-939-1137. You'll talk to Phil, our, our uh, producer over there in WPHT, and he'll put you right through. All so right, cool. Before we continue, I just want to put another card in to see if, my, if the G-string of my wallet oh, will, your G -string. Will, will hold it, okay, or, or it will tear up. Oh, oh. it's holding. So okay. for, it was never that thick. Okay. That's a lot of cards. We were talking about G strings and something being not that thick. This is the <laughs> wrong show. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's, so, it's, a, it's a Christmas. <laughs> so, so, so I, I, you got to be a fan of this show to understand a lot of these running jokes. Yes. Because it, it's like, you know, if you miss, if you miss the whole G string thing about, about his credit card holder. That he called a G-string one day because he didn't know what a G-string was because he's uh, you know an immigrant. <laughs> I don't think I'd still know. It was hysterical, and you know now he's like you know pulling it out. He's talking about his G-string credit card holder again, and it was just very very funny. <laughs> so go back and watch some, listen to some, go to go to our YouTube channel or or our or our podcast channel Are and you you'd be yeah. hysterical. He's asking Debbie what a G-string is. Don't show him right now. Yeah. We're not, we, you know, we don't, we it's don't a family show. Me. All right. Wait. I'm not going to show you. Maybe, maybe your wife can show you. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Judge, do you have any questions for us? Uh, I, oh, wait. I want to talk to you about that late fee thing. Oh, yes. You right oh, now. yeah. Let's go. All right. So in my lease, I wish I had a copy of it, but in my lease, it actually says that all payments made go to prior balances first. So if I have, for example, it's a thousand dollar rent and it's a hundred dollar late yeah, fee, that makes sense. And the guy pays a thousand dollars on the seventh, and the late fee is on the fifth, and I call him up and say, "Hey, you owe a hundred dollars," and he doesn't pay a hundred dollars, then next month he gives me a thousand dollars. The first hundred dollars goes to the late fee, which is the prior balance, which means he's only paid nine hundred dollars, which means his rent is late again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends on the balance sheet. It's, you know, that's the nice thing about being an MDJ. You kind of have a little discretion. Sure. You can, you can waffle. Cause, and I've always, I said this the last time, I'm trying to foster a good relationship and a continued relationship because that, that works best for everybody to have a tenant that's paying and paying on time and to have a landlord that's cool about it. You know, just, a good relationship is always the best medicine. And I hate to have people coming in front of me. And I try to foster it and make sure, hey, look, you guys don't come in front of me again, but you continue your relationship. And if you sever the relationship, like you may with your tenant, make the exit uh, an amicable and civil one. Because it, it doesn't benefit anybody when it's really Agreed. harsh and really quick. Mm -hmm. uh, you try to do it the best way you can. Um, 
because I don't I don't know like landlords get reputations too. I mean I don't know with social media is there's comments or anything or or you know posts or comments on properties and stuff. Now this landlord was a jerk and this and that and I'm sure landlords but definitely so what? So what? and managers talk about tenants. They know who the Yeah, they know the tenants. Yes, know. that's true. I mean look you know, I do searches on tenants before I do a criminal. I, I don't do a criminal, right? I do PAE dockets. Yes, correct. Right? And the reason I do PAE dockets, so this is a really great tip for anybody listening. If you download the app PAE docket, you can actually see, and you do a search on somebody's name, you can actually see what kind of trouble they've been in. What my worst right? mistake ever. And then sometimes you can find that they've had evictions before. I mean, my favorite was this guy showed up. Oh, yeah, um, my landlord was about to evict me, and, and, um, and I decided to move instead. I'm like, great. Well, I looked up PAE docket. It said that you went to court he, and uh, you owe him $9,000. When are you <laughs> going to pay him? Oh, well, I'm never going to pay him. So I am never going to get paid either, right? Bye. Yeah. I will give you an Upland story because I just rented, uh, two months ago, I rented in Upland. The guy arrived the day of the hearing. He, he arrived, what do you he, mean? There was a hearing. Right. Okay, in Brookhaven. Right. He, he came to see the house. And when he left, I opened PAE docket and I saw that the hearing was the morning oh, of oh, oh, him coming to see my place. Right. So he was so, being he was being thrown out of another place. Ah, I guess place. I right, guess right. he was in court. Right, right. He didn't go well for right. him, and he started to go over all over to look right, for a place. Sure. And I asked, "Have you been evicted before?" And he said, "No," which is which is the truth. It's right. the truth. Right. But he was he he, he was having an yeah. eviction. So I don't judgment. say that. I don't say when. I don't say have you been evicted before. I say when I call your landlord, what, what are they going to say? Yeah. Right. And, you know, and no matter what they say, it doesn't really matter because, you know, my conversation with the landlord, this is a great conversation. You'll, you'll appreciate this one, Ed. So when I call landlords, my prior landlords, I don't say, hi, was Omri a good tenant? Because that's what <laughs> amateur landlords do, right? Of course. I, it doesn't matter what Omri said to me. Omri could have said to me that I've always paid my rent four days in advance. Yeah, thank you. Omri could have said to me, I always pay my rent four days in advance, but I'm going to say the same conversation. Hey, Ed, my name's Larry Steinhaus and Omri wants to rent from me. He told me there were problems. How bad were they? <laughs> and the funny part is the landlords on the other end, like, they're confused. Yeah. Because they've never had anybody ask that question before. And especially the ones, they're more confused if the tenant was a great tenant. Mm-hmm. You know? So, and they're like, what do you mean? He pays his rent all the time. I said, well, he told me there were problems. What's your side of the story? And I keep pressing to start to yeah, hear of something. Just to listen to something. And it's funny because one time I pressed... And finally, the guy on the other side started cracking up and going, you're the best landlord I've ever heard. Ask me these questions. He goes, no, I wouldn't rent to these people. He goes, hopefully somebody else will find them. But I would I would tell you never to rent for these people again. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to answer Kimi and everybody online or, or on the air. There is an A app. PAE docket. So yeah, Kimi's it's asking called PAE docket. P-A-E, small e. And then docket with a capital D. Right. P-A-B in Pennsylvania. Correct. And that's an app you can find in Android and on Google in, and on Apple. And that's all legal history of every person in PA. You can also look up speeding tickets, which is kind of Everything. Fun. Everything. Right. So, yeah, it, it will take all your morning right now, Kimmy. I too. actually use yeah. that app. Because I get people come in and they get a traffic ticket. And they're like, oh, your honor, be benevolent, be nice. And I'll be like, well, how many traffic tickets have you gotten in the last five years? And, oh, I've never, I haven't gotten any. And then I look on PAE doc and I'm like, well, what happened last year and the year before? <laughs> and then I go, well, that. And I'm like, you lied to me already. So it doesn't help. But I'm, I'm scouting on that on my phone down there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, so let's bring another, another court uh, uh, question. Okay. Okay. 
When you run PAE docket in it, for a tenant, and there is no landlord-tenant cases at all, but there are, I was in this situation, and there are maybe 20 parking tickets that haven't been paid. What would it cause you as a landlord to think, to assume? Will it affect your judgment by picking them? I don't know. I mean, uh, you're not going to get 20 unpaid parking tickets. I've never come across it. I've come across one or two. I will show you. And that's, and that's funny. So <laughs> so I, I got, I'll just give you what, what has happened to me. Yes. I had one tenant come to me and said, and, and I looked up the AE docket, and he had a DUI, and he lost his license for five years. Ooh. Five, two years, or I think it's two years. I think it's two and ten, right? It depends. Uh, whatever. But so yeah. maybe it was two years. Or, it was either two years, five years, or ten years. But it was a long time. And it wasn't that long ago. And he came to me as a tenant, and I was about to reject him on this. And I started talking to him, and it's funny, because the guy just was such a nice guy. And again, you know, his wife, kids, and told me the situation. And, um, and you know, and he's been going to AA regularly and whatever. And, you know, and I said, look, okay, here's my question for you, though. How are you getting to work? And the answer was, I'm hoping I don't get pulled over. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, this is rough, and I, I, you know, so it's a tough situation for me. The wife worked, and I felt that the wife's income could support it. He was honest. Wow, he was. He I was. didn't believe he would be honest. He was honest, and he, the wife's income could support it. I'm, I'm obviously not going to tell the judge his name. Okay, <laughs> but the wife I knew could support the place. I rented to them. That was five years ago. They have never been late, so it was a good choice. You know why I love renting to people that nobody else agree to rent. Yes, sometimes it's causing me problems, right. but I'm very proud in what I'm doing. I'm very happy with what I'm doing. I very much feel that I'm con contributing contributing to the I community agree. I agree. Where, I'm, where I'm at. And also from the tenant side, when you do something like that, they are thankful for good and they don't want to disappoint you. They don't want to show you that you did a bad decision picking them. Right, and it benefits you right. as a landlord too. I always say the same thing when I do that. I said, "Don't." I say I, when I make a decision like that, it's kind of fence. Mm -hmm. I look at the person in the face and I say, "Hey, don't make me regret this decision." Exactly. And I, I it's only happened once, which which is the funniest thing because the only time it's ever happened was the case I brought in front of your in front of your in front of your. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he showed up, or she. He didn't show he up. Didn't yeah, show that up. was the drug addict. Yeah, who you know, and I and the funny part, he pays his rent. He paid his rent four or five days in advance every month. The father. I thought that was good enough. Yeah, but it wasn't because to me he was disrupting everybody and painting my walls with spray paint, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. So, so that was why I evicted him. But but he was the only one. You know, I knew he was a drug addict because he admitted to me. Because I looked it up, I saw some stuff, and I said, "What's going on?" He said, look, I'm a drug addict. I'm recovering. Blah blah blah. But he wasn't recovering. He was just hit, the father just enabled him, and that was the problem. Yes. But I don't care. That's over. It's done. It is what it is. Finally, I you got, got a good tenant guy. now. Yeah. Uh, I have a what? Sorry. You have He's, a good tenant now. Yeah, I have a great yeah. tenant. Yeah. Where? Where in land? Do you don't have to give the specific address, but so it's a uh, Pembroke. Pembroke area. Yeah. yeah. Right. We oh. were just there on Monday. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where Blake was right now, fixing my water heater, because, of course, that's the one that goes bad. But don't you have a great, you have a couple of great stories, Deb, right? I have, I'm actually in the process of an eviction right now, so it's a little bit frustrating. It's in Philadelphia. She didn't leave? She didn't leave. She doesn't pay. Oh she did God. reach out to me a couple days ago. So she hasn't paid for November. She hasn't paid for December. And Philadelphia is a little bit different where you have to go through an eviction diversion program, and then they give you money. 
So I went through the eviction diversion program, and then they paid me, I think, whatever, the 3000 whatever she was behind, uh, two months, because they won't let you evict until you go through that program. So I went through the program, and then she stopped paying. Well, she, out of the 11 months she's been there, she paid on time twice, or maybe three times, not more than that. So it's been, she's been a problem pretty much from day one. So we, we did the eviction diversion program. I got paid from the eviction diversion program. She stopped paying again. I went and I filed a couple weeks ago. I How have much she owes right now. Now she she owes over a month. Yeah, she owes November. She owes December and a nine hundred dollar water bill. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, the so, water bills, I know. Yeah. Wow. So and she and it she I have it on the lease that she was gonna put it in her name or if not she has to send me the bill if not she's responsible for the whole thing and she initialed it so i mean i have everything i learned i learned i'm I'm not until i'm calling or getting the email from pico american water aqua all those i'm not giving the keys i want to see that they actually did it because all those companies send a confirmation email i want to see this email yeah and and all of the things you're talking about are the very reasons i don't rent in philadelphia yeah, I know. And well, I, yeah. I I got these properties before I ever met you. No, so these, I know, I know. You know, right. these two, these couple right. properties that I have in Philly, I got before I ever met you. So we actually have our court date the day after Christmas. It's on December twenty sixth. Ouch. Yeah, she reached out to me. No she court reached, that week. You know. Uh, yeah, December I don't 26th. schedule any hearings that week. Well, good yeah. for you. You're a nice yeah. guy. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah it's like it's that. at noon on December twenty sixth. Which whatever, which is fine. Are you but going she, or are you sending a lawyer? No, I'm going to go. You're going? Okay. Yeah. But I, she reached out to me a couple of days ago and she said, my, if you send, I don't think, I think she was confused as to what she was asking me for, but it sounded like she was asking me for a notice to quit. She said her, she said that her employer would pay the rent <coughs> and she asked if I would let her stay till March. So I didn't respond to the stay till March part. And I'm like, you need to pay your rent. And I said, you know, we're all, she's like, will you, will you move the court date? And I'm like, No. You haven't paid me anything. I'm not moving the court date. Um, so she said that, you know, can you send me this letter? So I sent her a copy of the court filing paperwork that has everything listed in terms of what she Beautiful. owes and the water bill. So she has that. And she says that her her uh, her job will pay. But so far, I haven't received anything. Okay. You know, And she asked if she could stay till March. Like I said, I didn't respond. And I said, how, you know, how are you? You're not even paying your rent now. How are you going to pay till March if... if your company's going to pay you for November, December. Who's paying for the rest? She's like, well, I'll pay. And I'm like, yeah, okay, because you ha- you've paid so well up till now. I mean, I didn't say that, but I'm just like, okay, whatever. So so uh, we have a court date on December 26th, and I would really like her to just get out and be done. I have, I, to, I have I, to help you here and give you a tip because you can I said I said nothing. I said nothing. Your face says so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to give you a tip here. Okay. I'm you re- want her to close the most amount of debt before right, the court. Right, like take money. Because... I'm not saying no to anybody. She just hasn't given me any. I understand. Okay. But if the company will pay something, don't worry about how she will pay until March. Even if in the judgment, the judgment will be for the 900 water, and until the judgment, you need to, maybe it's a harsh word, push her to pay as much as she can before the judgment, because you want the judgment amount to be the little, the smallest you can, so you will lose the, the, the least amount of money. I know this tenant, I was in this house with you, and I think that if she will lower the amount of debt, and you will do a pay and stay in the house, it's better for you. Because what's the chances that she, without the assistance of her employer, will pay 
the further depth. I think what she's saying, though, is she doesn't want to lock in to three months into March just by accepting the money. She doesn't want to make sort of a contract deal yeah, like that. I right. And that. I think you'd say, well, yeah, I'll let you pay till March, but I can always file if you haven't paid. I mean, I'm fine with you yeah. staying until March, but just make sure you pay every month. And if you don't pay in February, I'm going to file paperwork and we'll, exactly. we will go back to court. Uh, so, But what he's saying is take the money. Right, and get. I, if she sends right. me money, I'll take the money. Yeah. I'm not going to certainly say no to any money. Exactly. I, just I would like say to... send me what you, what you can. Exactly. And I'll, I'll, you know what I can do. Yeah. See, we figured it out. Okay. I feel so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, one of the things I, I, one of the things I teach and one of the things I do is, first of all, it's funny because when I bring a tenant in, I say, hey, I'm a really nice guy, right? And they go, yeah, you're a really nice guy. I said, let me, let me explain something to you. When we go to eviction court, I'm going to be a really nice guy too, and I'm going to say, I'm really sorry I have to do this. Yes, of course. But I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So when I go to eviction court, I see them in, in the court, in the, you know, in the waiting room, and I walk up to them. So let's say Amri owes me $2,000, right? And it, that includes $200 in late fees. Let's make it simple. Sure. And I'm like, Amri. Yes. Before we go in there, what can you do to resolve this? And I'm always looking for some kind of answer. Mm-hmm. And the answer may be... A hundred um, bucks or may, something. No, 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 that's not enough. Maybe, look, I could give you, I could give you a thousand today and a thousand next week. And I said, okay. Can you give me the thousand right now? Can you write me a check or whatever, whatever it may be? And then if you agree to that, I'll agree to it. And I'll go in front of the judge. I'll say, listen, we had a conversation outside. They agreed to give me a thousand today and a thousand next week. Can we postpone? No, not postpone. I want the um, you want the judgment. I want the judgment, but I wanted to say that that I get in, that I can evict them if they don't pay the thousand and the, and the thousand. Well, I I mean I honestly, it, and I tell this to all my land and the tenants, the leverage and the power doesn't rest in the court it rests in the landlord once you have that judgment you got 120 days you can do with it what you want you don't have to file you can if you want and some tenants think oh well you know i come to you and the court i'm like no it, once i give the judgment the landlord is the one you really need to butter up to he's got all the leverage or she and and they get to really control right. the process at that point so. And then in ten days they're going to file. They can file for possession. They can. The earliest they can file for is ten days. Actually, it's eleven days because you have to wait for the ten day to pass. Although I, I'm nice during the Christmas and holiday season. We all I, are. I don't accept possessions until after January second. At this point, really. So I get people that have judgments at ten days have passed. I'm like, no, we're not going to kick people out between you know the 25th and the first of. Uh, so that means you need to know this because if other judges are, you know. So you believe know, it or this not, bleeding heart like this bleeding. Yeah, heart I am a bleeding here. heart. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I talk a Hanukkah to the, miracle. Uh, I talk no, to that's the, okay. <laughs> but you need to know it. So, you, so if you're moving into December, you need to know that maybe in November, if you had a problem, you need to file now, not wait till December. So that's exactly my my case. I talked to the constable uh, about that. He called me. I I know him from the past. A great great guy, and he said, if you want to postpone, it will be for January. So if he will pay you something that won't satisfy the judgment, it will be for January. And January, it's another debt. January, yeah, right, it's another right, month. Right, right. And right. by saying that, I want to go back to the discussion you had with Judge Levine. I'm trying to understand, where is the boundary? Because if, like, like we said, someone, a tenant haven't paid one month, now there is a late fee. Next month, they paid in time. The next month, they paid in time. Next month, they paid in time. So I understand what you're saying. I agree, I agree with that. 
because it's maybe maybe I don't know if I agree with that. You know what? That they they you can't charge them late fee for every month since the amount they miss. Maybe, but how much time w- do you think I should give them as a courtesy period for them to close the debt of the one missing month? Uh, Three months, one month. I, that's uh, that's purely up to you and your tenant and what the situation is, how much the rent is. I mean, there's so many factors to that. How long have they been in there? What's their current job situation? What's their family situation? What's your situation? Yes. Uh, it, it's a total variable. I mean, that's why, you know, every every case is different. They're not all the same. And, and there could be cases where the tenant has paid every month, but they didn't pay that first month, and it's pretty egregious. And I'm like, right. well, I'm going to give you the late fees for each one. So it... it it can depend on how the tenant's reacting in the courtroom exactly. and just rolling their eyes and being dismissive of the whole process or the, the landlord's being that way. So I, I can't give you, a, hey, hey, three months and you're good. You really have to gauge your tenant and gauge the situation as best you can. So you say if you see goodwill from the landlord side, say close this debt in, in during two months. Mm-hmm. And you will understand that the tenants say, I can't. I can close this missing month in a year. You understand that there is a conflict here. It can't, it can't be. Yeah. It's too long. You, you have to figure out as a landlord how much give am I willing to give. Exactly. I mean, I have some landlords, they won't even file till four or five months that's of non-payment. And it's just like, whoa. How, they pay, how do you pay their insurance, their taxes? I, I, I don't know. That's what I tell tenant too. You, you, you know, I was there. I finally. I was there on Monday. Quick, I, I want to mention something because this is interesting too. Because so I started a charity. Some of you, you, some of you guys listening, know this. I started a charity. It's called Lev27.org. Lev27.org. And what this is about? It's about let's say I mean let's say you had a tenant, and you could have the tenant or any or you could be a tenant, and everything was great. I mean, you know, you've been there for whatever. It doesn't matter how long you've been there, but let's just use the example. You've been there for two years. You've always paid your rent on time, and something sudden happened. Maybe um, maybe you lost your job, but you already have another job lined up, but it's going to take a month before you get there, and, and you were living paycheck to paycheck, and you missed your rent for, let's say, whatever. You missed your rent for October, and um, but you now have full, you're fully capable of paying the rent continued on. We have a charity that will pay up to two months of rent plus any legal fees to keep you in the home as long as you can prove you can continue to pay your rent. So if you have to, if you want to go to lev27.org, you can go there. And also we have a fundraiser coming up. It's on February 20th. Judge, I'd love to have you there. Yeah. That would be awesome. It's on Send February 20th. Info. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so will there be food? For, 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 uh, <laughs> I mean, it's really all about the food for me. <laughs> and it, and it's and it's not even the booze. Too. I just want it's the free food. food too. So, free food. That's, you know, so you know, we'll, we'll, we'll judges love a, free food. We'll ask you for a donation <laughs> while you're there, but you know, but you don't, you're not obligated to do that. You know, there's no there's no contractual obligation. Okay, there's only a moral obligation. Okay, moral an obligation's obligation is good. That's and an obligation yeah. nonetheless. But if anybody anybody wants to contribute, you can go to lev27.org, lev27.org, and we help people stay in their homes who have had sudden problems. All right, so nobody called, 855-939-1007. Well, I got a text from somebody who said they called, but nobody picked up. Uh-oh. I don't know about that. I, I'm just Uh-oh. saying. It's you saying the number without the accent. I will do it. It's 855-939-1137. Uh-oh. Did everybody call and no See, one picked they up? They may think you said 939 and they <laughs> typed in tree. Have, you know, we have new people working over there today. You know, we do? Yeah. So, uh, you know, so, you know, I don't know. Maybe we have to maybe fire. Maybe you haven't updated the website? No, I checked. Okay. I checked it twice. 
And usually my phone would start ringing if that happens. Because it goes to my phone. All right, either way, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. We're at, we're, at, we're pretty much out of time anyway. Uh, and you want to give any words of wisdom for landlords and tenants? Uh, be cool. Peace and love. Be amicable. Work together. Kumbaya. Oh, by the way, Kumbaya, I, really? I sent in a uh, a an audition tape to Survivor. So hopefully, I get on that. Oh, that'd Did be you really? That's yeah, really cool. heck yeah. I, I'm I'm down to win a million dollars and That's eat cool. insects. <laughs> so one or the other. Mean. I've been looking forward to seeing you. I watch it. I actually. I think I do it. pretty well. I only watched the very first season. Really? Yeah. That was it. With the guy, uh, what's his name? The guy who got Hatch. Naked. Hatch. Yeah, Richard Hatch. Right. My kids were born on the finale of that season, and we actually induced. You... I put this on the audition tape. We induced early, so we made sure the kids would be born, and then we could watch the show. I think that was 2000. There's something wrong with I, you. You know what? Well, I think I've seen born. maybe half of one episode. That. I never really watched there it. There's so. definitely something wrong with you if that's what you did. I host trivia. I want to get on uh, Survivor. I cool. co-own and a and dog. Come, There's definitely and, something and wrong with me. Talk, Are you kidding me? And you come here and you talk to us about, about Love cool stuff. Love it. Now, right. Should it be every six months or every three or four? You let me know. Look, I, I, I love it when you come. It's always fun. It's always fun to talk evictions. Yeah. And I, since I don't go into your courtroom that often. Yeah, you miss me. You know, I might go into your courtroom. Just I, I might follow, I, Maybe I'll follow a lawsuit against somebody just so I can go into your courtroom. Well, I encourage anyone to come in anyway just to observe, and I have really cool posters and stuff up in my walls. It's a it's a pretty neat courtroom. Well, real quick, so been. can anybody sit in any courtroom? Yeah. I, at least in my right? opinion, yes. If there's a sensitive case, like a kid right. testifying about rape or something okay. like that, no. Yeah, because... Because here, here's a suggestion I have for everybody out here. If you're ever going to go to court, sit in the judge's courtroom for a couple of days of before course. and get yeah. to know the judge. All right. We've got about 30 <laughs> seconds. I want to thank. Uh, so Kimmy's saying great show. It was a great show. I want to thank you, of course, Judge Ed Levine, for coming in. You're I appreciate welcome. You, appreciate you coming in. Love Every it. time talking evictions, talking landlords, and uh, you know, just talking general stuff. Of course, I want to thank my co-hosts. Omri and Dr. Deb, because you guys are always awesome. Even Omri is awesome today. He was actually had the conversation. It was awesome. It's a Hanukkah and I want to thank. Would you? <laughs> I, I'm in my outro. Quiet, quiet. I got nine seconds of thank people. I want to thank Phil and and uh, and Natasha for taking care of us at WPHT. Go to investorschooling.com. We'll see you Thursday. This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. Dana Carvey and David Spade here. You might know our podcast, Fly on the Wall. We decided to do a spinoff called Superfly, and it's fun. It's just two of us riffing on current events, pop culture. When I looked up the flight, when that door flew off, these people were dead yeah. silent. Everyone just quiet. I don't think I could contain it. I think that's free reign to wail on your call button <laughs> in that situation. Bung, 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 bung. Hey, I don't want to be a pest. Was there a door when I got on? <laughs> Listen to and follow Superfly on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.